Lovers quarrel. It's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your girl, Danny, your absurdly appreciative albatross. Albatross is the birds with the long arms, right? Yes. So you want to just lie to me? Because you don't seem like you know. It is a bird, but I'm, and I think it does have a pretty hefty wingspan, but I don't remember exactly which, if that's the exact one. So I'm not going to lie to you, so... Okay, that's fair, I guess. A very large oceanic bird related to the shear waters with long, narrow wings. Some species of which have wingspans greater than 10 feet and are found mainly in the southern oceans with three kinds in the North Pacific. And, you know, you picked a bird, so you're staying within your species. I love it. And welcome to a new episode of Lover's Quarrel. I am your guy, TJ. And I am annoyed. No. Um, So, as always, if this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your second time listening, welcome back. And if this is your third or more time listening, you are family, or as TJ likes to call you, you are a A lover. lover. Um, Speaking of all lovers, don't forget to make sure that you subscribe to our podcast before you finish listening. And that you follow us on all our socials, um, Lovers Quarrel 7 on Twitter, Lovers Quarrel Show on Instagram, and you can always email us your thoughts after today's, after today's episode at loversquarrelshow at gmail.com, and that will also be in the show notes. But how are you otherwise, sir? This has been a rough week, but you know, we're yeah. not going to complain about things. We're going to continue yeah. trucking on and moving on forward, so. Yeah, y'all, be kind to TJ, I will, and I'll try to be kind to TJ this episode, because he did have a rough week and a rough weekend, so. Life happens. It's not that serious. Okay, so. That is, I will not do the things that I would like in return when I'm having a rough week. So I will just keep things status quo for you. Yeah, just be normal. Like, if you're being extra attentive and you're not extra attentive always, it's just weird. And it's just like, you're only doing it because I'm feeling a certain type of way. But if you're not going to do that consistently, then don't change. But wouldn't, wouldn't the argument be, couldn't the argument be made that, like, people sometimes do ramp up? showing affection or showing extra like being more in tune with someone when they're having a hard time versus like the norm like if somebody I think that you should be more aware but I don't think you should be like extra attentive like if you're not extra attentive on a normal and now you're being extra attentive it comes across annoying it's like what are you doing so at least for me I can't speak for anybody else but don't baby me or don't treat me differently because of the situation. Just continue being yourself. Okay. Well, in that case, let's go ahead and get on our elevator. Are you going up or are you going down? I'm doing both. So you can go first because I'm only up. All right. So I'm going down to start off. <clears throat> Would you like me to hit you with a... I, I mean, that's how we typically go, okay. but I don't need to. It's oh. whatever. Okay. Going down. Um, so, I copped a new Xbox Series X, and mine is already not working. So Is it? Yeah, this is the first time I've purchased a new console, and it wasn't working. So What's it doing? Uh, or not doing? So, originally, we was playing the new 2K, and then it just quit on me. So, I'm like, all right, whatever. And then I you know, rented some, some new games. I was going to try those out. I'm putting it in there, but it's not coming on. And I've tried different HDMIs, tried different outlets. It's still not. It comes on, but then it cuts right off. So it looks like I'm going to have to send it to uh, Xbox to get it looked at and see why is it not working, which is very annoying. So um, I guess it's that argument that is made often about not getting like the first yeah, but orders I mean, of these things. You can't stop living your life just because of the fears and the what ifs. There's always going to be what ifs. You can buy something that's supposed to be perfect and it's not perfect. That's just the way things go. I'm just annoyed because it's just like, how long is it going to take for them to fix it? How You know what I mean? It's all those extra stuff. But Well, I'm sorry that happened to you. I didn't even know. Uh-huh. Um, so what's your up, though? Um, my up is the NBA draft, free agency. Um Basketball is coming back sooner than ever, so uh, I'm excited for that. My Lakers have been tooling up, getting ready to, you know, 
two peat and then go for the three peat. And then yeah, so I'm just I'm excited for that. And there's been a lot of crazy moves and additions, subtractions from teams. So I think I'm I'm just excited for basketball to be back. Um and then also um shout out to Penthouse Eats. Um I had a dinner for Danny and uh they not they, well she um cooked mm-hmm. a three course meal for us and shout out to Macau. And it was amazing. It was a great experience. And I want to do something special for my wife um, with COVID going on. So uh, I'm glad I was able to pull that off. So that was up for me. Well, that was my up as well. So thank you for stealing that. Um, I didn't see it. You didn't send me your show notes ahead of time. So. Oh, apologies. So, um, yeah, my uh, elevator is going up. And like TJ did say, um, we had a really phenomenal date night. So, I, you know, world is crazy. COVID is running rampant. And um, we, um, TJ told me earlier in the week that he was taking me out for dinner. And I was kind of at the face like, why? Like, it's November. It's getting colder. Like, we can't sit outside because the few times I have been to a restaurant since everything shut down, we've sat outside. So I'm just very like you know, hesitant, but he's like, just, he's like, what did he say? He was like, get dressed. He was like, look, he was like, dress up, but don't, you don't have to get super dressed up, but don't look like, I think he said like, don't look like your regular self or something. So I was like, okay. And, um, so, um, we went over to my sister's for a bit and then we came back. TJ's kind of like, he had me drive and then he had me you know, drive home. And then he said he left something in the back of the car. So I grab um, the box at the back of the car for him, and I come in, and um, like you just said, it's our friend Macau, and she has her um, catering company um, called Penthouse Eats, and she's in our kitchen, and you know, suited and booted, COVID safe, of course, but has all this like amazing food laid out, and I just want to like kind of walk you through it for a second. So like we're in the kitchen, and she's preparing stuff, and we have a three course meal, so these like. Uh, what kind of app, what were the shrimp apps? They were like, they were shrimp wontons, like shrimp wontons and um, bruschetta on like toast on like um, bread or whatever. Um, and then we had um, fettuccine, like fettuccine Alfredo. But it was the first time I had ever had like, n- like not in a box noodles ever, and that shit was life changing for me. And it was um, like pan-seared salmon, and then there was some shrimp as well in that. And then TJ, we also had like a ribeye steak, and then she made this like chocolate crunch cheesecake. So she's been like toying around with this strawberry shortcake cheesecake. That's like the um, that strawberry shortcake ice cream bar that you everybody used to get off the ice cream truck, and. I don't really like strawberry when it comes to that flavor, that type of stuff. So she made like the chocolate eclair version and it was, everything was phenomenal. And it was great because it was like catching up with a friend and then having this like romantic date night. TJ had, even though we didn't end up sitting at the table, he like set the table in our dining room and the candles and all that jazz. And it was really, really sweet. And that's why I was an absurdly appreciative albatross. So thank you again. You're welcome. Sorry for ruining the night, even though you said I didn't. No, you didn't. You didn't ruin the night, and you had a. You know, you were tired, and so TJ is talking about is just that at one point he was like, "I'll be back," and he went upstairs, and then like five minutes goes by, ten minutes goes by, <laughs> fifteen minutes goes by, and I'm like, "Let me go check on him," and I go upstairs, and TJ is like knocked out on the bed, fully dressed, like, and it was so funny. So he came back downstairs for a second and had like a bite, but he just wasn't feeling too good. So then he went back home. So. It was a date and a, ooh, excuse me, I apologize, and a um, uh, a solo date at the same time. But good thing is that I'm friends with the chef, so it was fun still catching up with her as well. But nonetheless, even though he, you know, had to tap out a little sooner than he expected, it was still a really, really beautiful gesture, and I'm great, really, really appreciative. Um, so with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into our relationship tip of the week. Um, would you like me to go first or would you like to go first? I can go. And mine is something that is more geared to the fellas. Um, um, and it's so it's a tip for relationships, but just just a tip in life. 
mm-hmm. respect women, all women, but especially women of color, black women. Um, and, you know, make sure that you're raising your sons to do the same. Um, I see a lot of times that people, you know, talk down on women or don't show women the same respect. And it's just, you know, you got to remember that when you disrespect a woman, that could have been your mother, that could have been your sister, that could have been your daughter. And, you know, I just think that we need to kind of change how we interact with women. Um, and, you know, and again, it's not, it's not going to be an overnight thing, but I, I just think that, you know, something as simple as if you're on the bus or a train and a woman, like a pregnant woman comes on or, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. I've seen people not get up for, for them when I offer them a seat. a seat. And it's just like, that. those are things that you should just do. Like, it's just human nature or no, not human nature. Sorry. It's uh Common decency. Common decency. There you go. So that's just that was just on, on my heart as a tip. I, I just think that it it sucks that you have to say it, but you have to say it. So yeah, and I maybe I might I add that you know you don't even have to necessarily have those like qualifiers, right? Like she's someone's mother. You know, think of it as your mother, your daughter, your niece or, or sister. It's like she's someone. Like so, if you're gonna respect women, respect women because that's period like it doesn't even have to be like a you know because it's a lot easier for people to kind of yes to get it when you have to put a like a qualifier or relationship you know tag to it but i i hear what you're saying and i think that that's a you know a a solid tip is just you know because respect is respect is the minimum oftentimes and so i just think of of people in general but you know yeah but especially a, a, a lot of times we disrespect our women or we don't treat our women right and i'm and again i'm just speaking from my experience just think about the things that you may do to women or say to women and just say i would say rule of thumb is like when you're saying or doing these things just think would i be okay with someone talking to my mother this way or would i be okay with someone doing this to my sister what you're not like and then if you're not comfortable with it then you probably shouldn't do it or you probably shouldn't say or you probably shouldn't react that way mm-hmm. now that and, and again that's just my opinion okay so. i hear you on that so my relationship tip for this week is um i keep kind of i kept kind of seeing something floating on social media and it kind of struck me and i had another tip but i this one doesn't hit as close to home which i think is good because i'm not really prepared to talk about the other one yet but this one is about limiting it's okay to limit people's access to you that's a great one and i see i just you know i'm gonna give it to the internets because that at least at least for that language um it is okay to limit people's access to you if people aren't treating you right if people aren't doing right by those you care about if people aren't doing what they say they're going to do like you know sometimes it may not even be like a major personal violation but maybe they're not holding their weight in other ways and now it's impacting you there's nothing wrong with limiting someone's access to you because when they have access to you they don't value it they don't treat it right they don't treat you right so you know in your you know even in romantic relationships sometimes and even in family relationships or friendships if the the work is not being put in um and it's not like even keeled and equally yoked and or if you know and one person is giving and the other one's just taking it's okay that when you come to that realization that you limit that person's access to you because some people don't deserve to be in your space and be a part of your your narrative for a period of time or maybe forever. You know, some friends and relationships are for, you know, reasons and some are for seasons. So I guess, yeah, that's just my thing too. It's just like, you know, protecting your peace is so important, especially and now more than ever. And in doing so, you know, we don't have to always keep people around just because we've known them for a long time or because they were a part with us during a very important time in our lives. It would be nice, and some relationships do weather all storms, but other ones may not. And 
it's okay to be like, I am good with allowing you in my space. Because when I allow you into my space or into my, my scope, we're fighting or I'm left miserable or frustrated or, you know, you, you, you're a user or whatever. And, and it's okay to say no. And it's okay to, to step, take a step back from people and things that don't best serve you. So that's my relationship tip of the week. I like it. Thank you. I appreciate your direct uh, approval. So now that we have that done, let's go ahead and jump into our black history fact for this week. I'll take it from this for this one. And um, when this episode drops, uh, which is the 23rd, I wanted to highlight that on November 23rd, 1897, black inventor J.L. Love patented the what? Pencil sharpener. So, you know, I mean, I love a little, I love a good like science or invention or science related or invented related type of fact um, or uh, the fact that it's Cisco's birthday. That was last episode. And he is a goddamn national treasure. So, um, but yeah, basically though, yeah, Black Inventor J. Love patented the pencil sharpener, something that we've all grown up knowing and using. I'm not going to say loving, um, but I never knew that there was a Black person that patented the, that invention and it's something that, you know, is still used to this day. So shout out to J. Love and... So, I have two. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, were you not finished? No, I, go ahead. No, you weren't finished. No, no, I, I'm, I'm done. Go ahead. I thought you were done and then... So, but then your response kind of made it seem like it wasn't. So no, I'm good. So on November twenty third, eighteen ninety seven, Andrew J. Beard, uh, an African American inventor, was awarded patent number five nine four zero five nine. Despite having no formal education in, in engineering or metalwork, Beard had invented an automatic railroad car coupling device called the Jenny Coupler. Prior to the Jenny Coupler, train cars were joined together manually, causing thousands of railroad workers to lose their hand, arms, and even their lives. So. Very important. Did not know that. And then my second fact is my mother's birthday. Mm-hmm. So. I knew that was She's coming. a national treasure to me. As and if Cisco can be a national treasure, then. So can Laura. She, uh, she has to be. Absolutely. She raised two stars. Absolutely. <laughs> Happy birthday, Ma. We love you. Happy birthday, Ma. Um, and now, TJ is going to try and stump me with a word that he Googled. Yeah, how else am I supposed to have a word unless I search for one? I don't know. I just felt like saying it differently. That's it. My word of the week is debouch. Debouch. Is that... Are we... 100% on that pronunciation? To cause, to emerge, discharge, debouch. Debouch. Yeah, debouch. <laughs> Whatever. You want Adam to, 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 to pronounce it? Uh, I'm, I'm going to do it just for you because... Or is it Allison? I don't even know what it is. Debouch. I said it right. Okay, I'm just making sure. Debouch. Debouch. And what was the definition again? To cause, to emerge, discharge. To march out into open ground, emerge, issue. Debouch. Debouch. Oh, I'm not too sure. So, D E B A U C H. You got it wrong. Let's get it. That's how you do it, right? Yes. You make some noises and stuff like that. What? How is it spelled? D-E-B-O-U-C-H. Uh, oh, I probably spelled it like, like debauchery instead of debauch. Okay. All right. Well, touche. I tip my invisible hat to you this week. You lost. Made, that Made my whole week. I'm glad I could do something because I don't want to smother you with my over-attentiveness. Okay. So, Obviously, that was a touchy subject for you. So that was—I mean, it was just—I'm 
making jokes, that's all. I'm okay, I promise. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break and hear from our sponsor, and then we will be back to quarrel some more. Hey friend, it's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve. What do you suggest? You need to get the Gaines Load and Lock Grips by Gaines Sports Gear. They are more durable than gloves, have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist support unlike your traditional workout gloves, and will protect your hands from calluses. Do they come in different colors? Not only do they come in different colors, but they are available for men and women. Do yourself a favor, go to gainsportsgear.com. And remember, a better grip equals a better lift. Embrace the process. And you too can embrace the process by going to Gains, that's G-A-I-N-Z, sportsgear.com, and entering the code LOVERS10 for 10% off your first order. And now, back to the show. All right, y'all, we are back. And TJ and I have a topic that I we started a conversation maybe a couple weeks ago and put a pin in it so we could kind of revisit it here on the show. And I feel like it started with, did you bring it up or did I bring it up? You brought it up. Okay. Um, we were having a conversation about like parenting, child rearing, future children, all that jazz. And um, when... I think what it was, I think she, I think you started it, but I took it in this direction. And you were saying something to the effect of like, you know, we really want to make sure that we let our kids like be who they are and, you know, be their like authentic selves and everything else like that. And I was like, bet, of course, like we want to make sure that we're like facilitating like a, a supportive household for our kids. And the conversation shifted um, toward the conversation around like boys versus girls and when I brought like up, you brought that up. I did bring it up. I'm, yeah, I'm getting. I'm, All right, go ahead. Okay, so the conversation shifted. I shifted the conversation. Let me let me say that, where I made a, a a statement about you know making sure that essentially that regardless if our next child is a boy or girl that we keep the same energy with certain things, and one thing I when the the topic I was trying to get at was. When Tatum plays dress up, she can be like for Halloween, she was Miles Morales and she dresses like Belle from Beauty and the Beast and Mulan, but she also dresses like Gecko and Catboy from PJ Masks or Spider Man or, you know, or Iron Man or the Hulk. And, you know, we don't prevent her from dressing a certain way, um, dressing up a certain way as a character um, because one is. Is, was you know performed by a man a man versus a woman or anything like that and I was saying that to say because I'm like with young with young boys and stuff I think that there's a a bigger push to like if we had another child and he was a boy and he wanted to put on Tatum's Cinderella dress because she has on her little mermaid dress or whatever and that's her, her his older sister so that's all he knows like i just wanted to make sure that i was say, i i communicated to tj like that needs to be okay as well if he wants to be miles morales one day and he dresses up as elsa the, from frozen the next day then that's okay and then the conversation started to kind of go down the path of like well versus like in the home versus out of the home and i you know I felt like there have been a few times, not often, because we just typically don't let Tatum like wear her like dress up clothes just out and about in the street. But there have been a few times where we like she was going from one house to the other and we let her dress a certain way. And I just was like, if that was on the other the roles reversed, I'm like, we I feel like we should keep the same energy. And by saying that, I don't mean that we would encourage or push any child that to of ours to dress a certain way or, or anything like that but if it happens organically that we just don't want to like necessarily shut it down because he, we have a, a son or and there's that the there's a, a masculinity you know concern or issue or anything like that because we don't tell Tatum what 
to wear as far as like when she dresses up and things like that. She watches certain cartoons, she watches certain shows, and she just wants to dress up like the characters that she's come to like over a course of all these shows. And I would say that we would need to afford that same thing to any other child that were to follow. So that's kind of where I stand on it. But TJ and I started to kind of have like a back and forth about that, particularly when it came to like inside dressing, how you do inside the house versus outside the house. Well, I was saying that for me, I don't, I can't commit either way at this time as far as the outside of the house, inside of the house, because I'm not 100% sure how I feel on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I, again, if he has an older sister, he's playing with his older sister. I, I'm not of the mind that because he's playing with a girl is going to make him gay. I used to play with, I played with dolls because my older cousin had dolls. Like, mm-hmm. it's just something that happens, right? Um, but then when you kind of went into like the dressing up, I'm like, I never thought about it, but I understand it because Tatum does like to dress up. So mm-hmm. if he's seeing that and he's like, well, I want to dress up too, then, you know what I mean? I'm, I think I'll be more open. Like, it is what it is. But then when you said, like, going outside, I'm like, I can't answer that right now. But as of right now, I would, I mean, I can't answer yes right now. Right now, I'm going to say no. And I say no because even though I don't care, the world does care. And I don't want to put my child in a situation that early. Like, I, I don't want to put them into something or show them how evil the world is that early because somebody else doesn't, because somebody else cares what somebody else does with their child. And I, and I understand that. And I, can, and I get the logic behind that too. And I guess where I'm coming from on that is like, I would not... I wouldn't, like I said, I'm not going to be like in- actively engaging and encouraging it because I don't encourage it in Tatum and K- Tatum just will say this. She will tell us sometimes and we just kind of, you know, go with it because, but like we yay or nay it because it's like, no, we have somewhere to like, you know, we're pride of Corona. Like we got somewhere to be like, are you going to school? Like, you know, certain things we have to be like, girl, like you can't, but outside of those reasons, we sometimes like give her the, that freedom to, you know, express herself. And the way I also feel about it too is that yeah, I don't I wouldn't I don't wanna put any child of mine in a position where they are under a certain level of scrutiny, but I also look at it from the lens of as their parent, I'm going to address and and fiercely protect or and and be like, what about it to anyone who might try to step to my child and or get, step to me about my parenting? And I get that. But, but so, why, why even put yourself in that situation? I think because like, it's, it's, you don't have to be a martyr. Well, it's not about I, for me. It's not about being a martyr. It's about about not letting societal norms dictate. Like that's and oh, and not, we had, not letting we every, had that conversation. Every single societal norm. So if somebody is pro black. And the KKK is coming. If your child is pro-black, KKK is coming. Is is it going to be? It's going to be a rally at somewhere where your child is going. Your or your child is going to that rally, and he said, "I'm wearing pro-black stuff." Are you going to allow him to go? Are you going to be comfortable allowing him to go there? Or no? I and that may have not been the best example. I think my example, like two weeks ago, when we were talking about it, was way better to me. But I I would say no. I wouldn't be comfortable. But that's because you're. Your, your example now is like you're knowingly going to a place where you're going to meet opposition. I'm talking about like we're going to Target and like... I get that. A so, little black boy in a dress in 2020, people are going... People are going to stare. They may point. They may... So what if you 20, have like an outlet costume? Because outlet is like a jumpsuit, but it's, it's, it's the girl character. And so like another parent sees that and knows that it's like, there's Catboy and there's Gecko, but there's also Outlet and he puts- They it. might say something then too. My thing is, I wouldn't purposely knowing that there are people out there who are gonna have opinions. Like, like I wouldn't want to put my child in that situation. Like you're like, you're gonna fight whomever. So you're gonna put yourself in that situation so that way your child has to see you Fighting with a with an adult and not understanding, not understanding why why is mommy arguing or 
what is she saying or whatever the case may be. Like, why? Like, you're knowingly going out there knowing that there's this is a high chance. And I also say I could by again, if it, if the situation were to present itself and I tell our potential son no and I don't give him an explanation as to why or I say because people out there wouldn't understand you or would wouldn't say that. you would say no because I because I said so or you would say no because we don't have time or whatever so you, you could tell him whatever because that's the plan you can't well yeah. you call it lie yes if we're talking about a three-year-old yeah. the fact that you feel like you have to explain yourself to a three-year-old to me is a problem why do you have to explain yourself so do you so if, if you call Tatum can she ask you why she has to... Like, if you say, Tatum, come here, does she have to say why? Like, if she says why, that's okay? No, I'm not saying that she's saying why, that's okay. I think that there are times like, in the... Play, like, there's times do you explain play. yourself when, when she asks you why I ex- for things? Certain... Sometimes, yes. Okay. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Like, sometimes if she wants to know why I said something or why I did something, depending on what it is, I do explain it because I also feel like... There are times and places like where children, there's nothing wrong with giving a child an explanation as to why you're doing something. Sometimes you may not say you have, they may not have a choice in what they have to do, but you can explain it behind it. As a teacher, I would sometimes explain, depending on what it was and depending on how much time there, if time was of the essence or time we had time to go over it. I would explain to my students, this is why we have to do what we have to do. And other times, I didn't have time to explain it. I'm like, I'm not going to explain it to you right now. And then there was other situations where they were just asking why because they wanted to, because they were trying to test boundaries and just show off. And that's when I'm like, no, I'm not going to get into this with you right now because this is about power dynamic. So it's about it's also in knowing your the children that you're you're dealing with, and in that you explain needs explaining because that's the thing too it's just like we we've grown up in cultures in, in societies where it's like children don't require explanations i don't gotta explain myself to you i don't have to do it and it's like no you don't always have to explain yourself but there are other times where yeah you should explain yourself because kids are kids are humans too no, I, and I, they deserve I explanations that. so but sometimes that the fact that you're feeling guilty for telling your child as you call a lie it's just like, again, you're going to tell a three-year-old because the people outside are evil or whatever. And now she's going to be like, people outside are evil. Like, to me, I, that's not lying. It, it's, it's, it's protecting them. And first off, they, they can't even comprehend what you're really saying. So, so I guess my thinking, too, is, though, is that there's there could be. A, I mean, and again, this is all speculative because every kid is different and development at different developmental stages you have different levels of understanding but there's also the notion that you know sometimes you get to a point where it's like every time i ask to do a i'm told no so there these sometimes we start to associate that there's something wrong with what i'm asking or what i'm trying to do and i also wouldn't want that for any child of mine which is like there starts to be like kids are not dumb so they start to even if they can't necessarily put their finger on it or articulate it well they start to make correlations between things that they want to do or they try to do and what gets what's permitted and what gets shut down and i you know i wouldn't like i i I, I keep wanting to say this because i hope anyone who's listening and i hope you understand babe is like i would never want to i'm not going to force my child out the door i wouldn't force tatum out the door or any child out the door into this world just to to make like a political statement or to to be a certain way or wear a certain particular shirt or outfit just to be like a a contrarian. I, I fucking hate contrarians, right? And it's it's more so about am I societal norms become are perpetuated because people continue to adhere to them and there's some that i do i adhere to as well and i have no problem with and i wouldn't i I, and i and maybe i should revisit them but the thing too is like acceptance sometimes comes along with like people's like seeing it in their day-to-day lives right people we in in media in in the world we always see heteronormative heterosexual relationships between a man and a woman a cisgendered man a cisgendered woman and so that's why people are uncomfortable when they see two men kissing or two women kissing or, and, and you know, not all people, but some people, but that's not always because 
some of it has to do with maybe how they were brought up, but also has to do with what you see. Things get normalized when you see them often and when people don't make a big deal out of it, out of it. And again, I would never use my child as like a pawn to make a political statement. But when we were having the conversation about allowing our children to be able to express themselves and be their authentic selves and support them, I brought that up because I was like, that to me seemed like an area where that message could get muddled because it's like, if Tatum asked and if we had a son and he asked, and we told her yes, and we told him no, what message are we sending? Or would we have to tell both of them no, and now we got two pissed off kids, and, or, or whatever. Well, they may not be pissed off. They may be like, okay, mommy just said no, and, and, and move forward. Uh, again, it sounds like you want to be a martyr. It sounds like you want to die to prove a point. And, and, and my thing is like, to me, that's not something that's, that's not gonna change anything. That day that you allow your child to do that and you have a fight with a parent or, you, or you're walking around and, and your child see people staring at them or pointing at them or laughing at them. And what is your child going to learn from that? How, how is that going to be saving your child? Like, It would be, a, to me, I mean, it might, be, it might be difficult. It might be nothing. But it, it, might be, it might be a thing of like a lesson in... People are people. Sometimes aren't comfortable with things that they don't see on a regular basis, and you have to understand that that does that speaks more on them than it does on you. And again, I would never, ever, ever force the issue with with a, with a child. I would never like be like, don't you want to dress like you know? I would never tell Tatum like, don't you want to dress up like, uh, you know, Miles Morales just to go to to Target because trying to prove a point or something like that. If we're going to talk about our actual child and. And, and to, to prove a point or anything like that. But all, I think... But that wouldn't necessarily be to prove a point. Because you already said it. It's kind of... We do live in a world where women can be... They can wear their clothes. They can wear guys' clothes. They can... And it's okay. And a man can't. If a man does anything that's not manly, then it looks weird. And, you know, there's people who get murdered for stuff like that. So my thing is, like, you knowingly knowing that... The world that we live in is not the safest. It's not the safest for black people, black boys, black men, black women, black girls. Like, it's, it's not safe for us. So, like, why choose that? It's like... Well, it's not choosing it. It's just saying that if, if, the, I, and if the, the stars align in this scenario ever actually played out in, the, in an organic manner... I'm just saying I wouldn't I'm going to choose my kid or I'm over society. I'm not okay. And I'm going to but it, but and, and it's, it's just like and it's just it's it's about it's about stereotypes. Right it's about masculine, it's about feminine. I, like I, Harry Styles I, on the first man on the cover of Vogue and people are up in arms cuz he's wearing a dress when Billy um Porter had that like tuxedo dress for the Oscars like 2 years ago or whatever. Those people are grown were men who up, made, who made their who made grown men decisions. I'm talking about making a decision for your child that may not be the best decision, but it's but because it fits your agenda, and that's what I'm saying. It's, I don't ha- I don't have an agenda though. I'm just saying you that you don't I- have so. So if you don't have an agenda, then then again, if your child said that they wanted to do it, you would say no. No, I wouldn't. I would say more than I don't have an agenda. But if if. You may not have a forced agenda, but there is an agenda there because, again, you're going to do something that you know that could be detrimental. But couldn't you? It's kind of like when Emmett Till and his friend, listen to me, and you can go. His friend, you know, supposedly, he was telling his friend, like, I speak to white girls because he's from up north. And his friend was like, You can't do that. No, no, you can't. And then. He spoke to the woman. And then after that, he got murdered for that. Like, like, he did that to prove, like, I can speak to white women. And his friend is telling him, like, nah, you really can't. You should not do this. But because his agenda was, I have to prove to my friend that, listen, I can speak to white women. I mean, I don't know that I, I, okay. 
as far as that ana- that analogy, I get what you're saying. I don't know if that is the, the accurate one for what happened with him because it's also that she came out, she, she lied in general. But okay. it's f- for the sake of the argument, if this is a, to, to make, prove your point, it's not an, I don't have an agenda. I just don't, it just, it, it, it just came back to the whole thing of like allowing our kids to be their most authentic selves but I don't want them to think that they can only be their most authentic selves when they're home. They can be who they are no matter what it is. It could be about how they dress, it could be how they wear their hair, it could be about whatever, you know, with it, you know, that if it's if it's safe and it's like yeah, if it's if it's safe and it's not hurting anybody, then I'm not going to I I would like to think that I wouldn't Actively try to like stop it because of what everybody else says out there. Because you you get on this this mic all the time and talk about you don't care what you and say all that you don't care what other people think you don't care what people think whatever. Now I understand that there's an element that can come in of of danger because people's hate and people's ignorance and stuff like that. I understand that and I'm that's not lost on me. I'm no dummy, but I also feel like I just I I brought it up to that argument because sometimes I feel like we pick and choose. When you do that all the time, we everybody in the world pick and choose because that's you. Everyone has that right, and you have to pick and choose which battle you're willing to fight or which which battle makes the most sense. Everyone, so that battle doesn't make sense to me. No, it doesn't. So then, what if the question became, why can't I? If they, if 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 you were asked, Daddy, why can't I do this? By a six-year-old child of yours, and then what do you say to that? I don't think that it's. I don't. It depends on how intelligent my child is at that time, or how, how they can see life, or how they can comprehend things. Like there's a time and place to kind of introduce things to children. I feel those who get it early because of, because of there's no structure or whatever. That's unfortunate, but just because they get it early doesn't mean that. Your child has to get it early. So, again, it it would depend on how mature my child is. So, okay. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like... You see, and, and I'm respecting you, and it's not here. Like, you're making faces and all this other stuff. I'm not, I'm not, I, I, because... I wanted to say, okay, so under the presumption that our kid is, you deemed our child mature enough to understand why. And I would tell them, I would tell them that the world is not, doesn't love people. And they are afraid of the things they, that they do not understand. And sometimes we have to pick and choose our battles. And this is a battle that it's not worth fighting for. And then my question to you becomes then, which ones are? Like what would, child, what, what would if be my a, child was gay, that's a battle we're fighting for because that's who you are, a hundred percent. So I'm willing to fight that battle. I'm not willing to fight a battle about proving that I don't care that my child decides that he wants to wear women, he wants to wear a woman's costume or whatever the case may be because his sister or whatever the case may be at this young age. To me, it's just not. That's so it's not the a, age is the age is the issue. Because then what if we it's, have a, a 12-year-old? It, it, no, no. Well, if, if it's a 12-year-old, then... If it's a 12-year-old and they're mature enough for me to explain why I'm staying no, then... You would still say no. Yeah. I would. At Right now in my life, I would say no. So... Now, you're 18. You, you, you are... You're a legal age. You want to make those decisions? Sure. And again, I mean, even earlier than that. But it, 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 it depends on... That, I mean, to me, that would be a, a situational thing, too. But when you're on your own and, and well, I was at 18, definitely because at 18, it's kind of like you're, you're at college. You're going to do whatever you're going to do anyway. So you can do whatever you want. Can they come home just like that then? Yeah. So then I guess. And as I said, I said 18, but maybe at 16, like, I don't know what age kids really start dressing themselves or. They have, I'm trying to think. They want like a say in what they wear, like six. 
I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that. I want to wear that. I don't want to wear, like Tatum's three, and she tells us sometimes what she wants to put on. Sometimes You're right, and sometimes if I don't want to put that on, or if that's not the outfit, or whatever, I'm gonna say no. And I, and if she acts wise because I said no, I'm not gonna be like, well, Tatum, that doesn't feel like that today, or well, Tatum, that well, does, that color doesn't match this because I have to be honest. Well, not why I say no. Not and I'm. I'm not saying every single time it requires explanation. And also, you're making faces now. So, just calling that out since you called me out. Yeah, I'm just... Well, you started the face-making thing. Like, I was... Confu- we're having a conversation. I was confused. That's okay. really what it, what it was. I apologize. Oh, thank you. So, I guess... This is definitely agree to disagree. I just don't want you to leave the table thinking that I'm trying to, like have some agenda because I know that again that there's a there's probably a, a prevailing narrative or thought about me that I'm like uh, I'm I, I cape for all things social justice and I'm willing like I'm not going to use ever, I would never use my child as a prop for the things that I believe in. Well, obviously you would because but, if your 4-year-old wants to wear a Barbie dress because Tatum has on her whatever dress you're going to be like, okay, because... I'm going to say okay, because if Tatum asked to wear a Barbie dress, I might say okay. Like I, if I, my, my point is this, is that it's not to say that I would always say yes or that I would always say no, but my reason why I would say yes or no had, would have nothing to do with what the world thinks. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Okay. I would say no because... I- it's I don't. And again, Thirty-four degrees outside. I've said it before. And you're trying to wear. Other- I don't care what other people think, but I'm also not going to put myself into a situation that can escalate. It's just something I wouldn't do. It's like there's racist parts of of the United States that is like no racist place. I'm not going to willingly go there because I want to. Because I want to go visit there. Like I wouldn't willingly do something that can possibly go left so i wouldn't like i'm not gonna go to the worst hood and and walk down there by myself and act like everything is peachy king when i know that it's not like i'm not gonna willingly do something that detrimental or or that could be detrimental so okay we can agree to disagree We, we can because I, I just feel like, no, we obviously have to maneuver smartly in this world. We would not, we should not put ourselves into situations where there's imminent danger. But sometimes, be just being who you are, regardless of what that might look like, not even the way you dress, the color of your skin, the way you wear your hair. The, the the car you drive, the, the, the shirt, whatever. Sometimes who you are, your most authentic self, is going to be offensive to somebody. And we have to pick and choose these battles. And no, we do not want to actively put ourselves in these situations. But then it's I just also think about it like it's something to be said about, I think about people who like don't live their truth because out of fear of being a, a target, and but you say I, w- I would. First of all, someone living their truth. This is who they are, and a child wanting to be a child, and they just want to wear a costume. Yeah, like, and, that, and, and, and that's that, how I look at it. It's like a child wanting to be a child, and that's it. It's just. But a you're putting that okay. But you're putting that with somebody living their truth, which goes back to there's an agenda. My agenda is to live my truth. Your agenda would be. My child wants to be a child, so even though it may be dangerous, I don't care because my child wants to be a child, and that's the most important thing. That's your agenda, and you're willing to push that agenda. I, wouldn't, I don't like calling it an agenda. I just feel like that's, my, that's like my position on it. Okay. And, and because an agenda means like I'm trying to move something forward. I'm trying to like make a okay, whole statement so with it. I'm not trying to make a agenda meaning that before, you're, before the agenda goes into play, that's what it is. It's not an agenda. Okay. Full stop. It's not an agenda. It's it's a it's a position. And I just 
I feel like I don't. I kind of. I. I kind of didn't even want to have this conversation on the show because I just feel like there's more people who think like you than think like me on this one, and I don't necessarily care, but it's frustrating sometimes yeah. because it's just like I don't know. I've been having a hard time with people feeling like my thoughts are all like aren't my own like my thoughts are because of the things I see out in the world which I mean it's where everybody gets their thoughts from it's it's everybody gathers information from the things that they read and the people that they talk to and the things that they they see on on television and they and they you formulate a stance or an opinion or an an overall thought on it and I you know I just I just I I wanna I wanna allow my children, however many we have, to be children for as long as they can be because the world is very cruel and is very cynical and is very evil. There's a lot of things out there. There are also a lot of beautiful things about the world and a lot of accepting things about the world. And those things happen as well. And I am not trying to make anybody or any child of mine a pawn or part of an agenda or trying to make a point or anything else like that. But part of me also feels like there is a it's it's my responsibility to cultivate a self-assured well-adjusted human being in my child Tatum and then any children that may come from after her and that means sometimes saying no to things because you know the world can be cruel and you want to shelter them from that but then also sometimes letting them you know do what they do because it's also a matter of like, you just need to fuck what everybody else has to say. And and you know what? At at this stage in your life, as your parent, it, if anybody had the nerve to say anything to, to, to me or to them, then I would be prepared to take that up, to, to, to die on that hill because I'm letting my child be a child. And that's none of your, and it's none of your business. And it does, it's not indicative of anything about who they love, what their sexual orientation is, what their sexual identity is. It's nothing. It's a child dressing up like a fucking cat cartoon character that they like. And, and we're doing a target run. And I don't, and I, and I got two babies in tow. I got two kids in tow. And I'm not trying to battle with them right now about, coming out this costume so we're gonna get the fuck in the car and we're gonna go and we're gonna go to talk and we're gonna come back home and we're gonna do whatever we do and then the next day i might say no because i'm like no you had something on yesterday you're not doing it again today so there's a lot of like reasons and nuance and, and moving pieces with this but it's not an agenda it's not an agenda but i and i and more than anything i just wor- i i worry because it's like the energy is not the same there for a, a potential little boy versus a little girl and 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 that is and 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 hate and societal norms and prejudices and bias and things like that that shit stems from a place of fear and you fear what you don't know and i'm not saying again i'm not saying that this is an agenda or anything else like that but the thing about it is that if we weren't if if we weren't so hard on kids about what they can do and what they can't do and what they can wear, what they can't wear when they're out in public, maybe, just maybe, it wouldn't seem so fucking weird. It wouldn't seem so fucking strange from people laid eyes on it. Right. And I, so that's, and I'm not, I'm not again, saying that and I'm not, not, I'm not going to be that. the woman to make the world change their mind or anything like that. But you are willing to do it so that way, like, you're not going to make a decision like, you know what, I'm going to say no because I know how cruel the world is. Like, for you, it's just yeah, this is what your child wants, so it, it, that's it. It's gonna. Be, it, it, I'm not, and I wouldn't even. I'm, I just said I'm I wouldn't say. Me, I wouldn't even say no every. I wouldn't say yes every time, but I wouldn't. I I, I, I was just say this. I would not dead it if it was something that I would not automatically nix it if it was something that was against the norm, against the grain, or something like that. So, again, if. A child wants to, so. And my thing is, I'm 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 not gonna. At this time in my life, again, I, next ten years, I might change, or whenever I have my next child, that that view might change. I'm just saying that's not something that I'm willing to fight the world for. That's just not one of the things to me. It's not worth it. Okay. That's all I have on that. I don't. I don't know. Have I don't really have. 
I'm not changing your mind. You're not changing mine. But I, I see where you're coming from. I understand where you're coming from as well. I, I love you. I love you too. <laughs> you sound like Tatum in that video. Why? What video? The video when when she was mad. Oh. With about the band aid. Oh yeah. I sounded like her. You said. Yeah. Oh. I'm her mother, so sometimes she'll sound like me, but or I'll sound like her, I should say. Um. Yeah. We just gotta. Yeah, I don't know. I, Listen, I'm not judging you. Listen, you're going to parent the way you're going to parent, and I'm a parent the way I'm a parent, and that just is what it is. Like, it doesn't make you a bad person or anything like that. And it doesn't make me a bad person. It doesn't make you a bad person either. It just, like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm too progressive for this world. And that's frustrating. And that's but that's my own issues to unpack and to to deal with. But I would like I said, I would be more offended, honestly, if somebody thought I was trying to push an agenda and that would bother me. Well, people might feel that way and that's when see that's something that you can say, I don't give a fuck. Like I'm willing to fight that. Because it's you making a decision to for, for your own mindset. People are always gonna think Whatever they're going to think about us. Fuck what people think. Well, I'm working on that in therapy. So I get you. But I'm just saying. It's a lot easier said than done. And people will... And let's, let, let's keep it a stack real quick. People give a fuck a whole lot more about what other people think than they like to let on. And that bothers me because... Like, everybody swears that they don't care. But people care way fucking more than they like to admit that they do. And... I just have a really shitty poker face when it comes to that, or I talk about it more, but like about what I care or like what I, you know what I do, and I'm not claiming to be perfect. I'm not. I'm not. No, I am no martyr. I'm no Saint Danny of, of, of you know of Maryland, no shit like that, or of, of Hollis Queens, wherever you want, where I'm from. Sorry, and and but that like. I don't know. Yeah, maybe and, and maybe this is a this is a whole other tangent or whatever. But like, I truly envy people who like don't care. But then I also call bullshit on a lot of people who say that they don't care because I feel like people give a lot a, more of a fuck than they like to say that they do. And it's just easy to act like you don't care. It's like an easy out. And like, you don't have to care about what every single person thinks and everyone says because that that's that's chaotic and that's insane. Absolutely, but. People care a lot more than they than they yeah. like to let on. But and the thing that people care about may just be different. They may not care about the same thing that you care about. So it's they may not. But even the things that they do, they lie about the things that they do care about because they don't. Because everybody wants to have this air of nonchalance or this air of being unaffected, and like maybe be, it's there. being it's, it's a defense mechanism. But it's fucking bullshit, and it's just like you know, like. I was talking to, I forget who I was talking to. And like, yeah, me being called like emotional, right? Me being called emotional or sensitive, whatever. Those are my triggers. I said, that, that shit sends me up a fucking wall. But I also like, I, I, I grapple with it. And I have my own demons about that. But you know what else though irritates me is people who act like they are unaffected by everything. Because there's nobody on this planet that's unaffected by everything. But why do you care how, well, well, like, why is that even a care? Because I feel like that one's a little bit more like, widely accepted and it bothers me i know but why you you gotta figure you because have to people figure treat out. me like i'm and, people, this, and people, folks listening this people, is obviously we are way on way another people, subject now but people are going to treat you how you allow them to treat you so if they're treating you a way that you don't like you're allowing them to treat you that way so don't allow them to treat you that way like there, there's nothing else that you could do but like but even when if, if i if i if i tell somebody if i tell somebody i don't like how you're treating me and then they turn around and say, well, you, you're only saying that because you're sensitive or because you, you're always in your feelings or whatever. Then it doesn't even, it doesn't always work because it's like my, my feelings are chalked up to my sensitivity. And you can. And so whether or not I'm right or wrong, you're just saying, oh, you feel that way because of that because you're, you're just so sensitive. So you're just easily bothered. And I wouldn't be yeah, bothered by that. Okay. Well, that's you. But I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about me. And that's how you do it. You can't, again, you can say whatever because you're going to say whatever. Everybody has their free right to say and do what they want. The, the, the idea that you're saying and you're living in your truth and you're getting out how you feel. 
how you feel. And when you're saying that, I really don't care about what you got to say. So if somebody says something else, then now you know that person not even listening to you. You know that you said whatever and they're just listening because they want to be able to respond. And now you should, you should care even less because it's like, oh, that's one that's one best person that I have to worry about. Well, that comes back to limiting my access to that. To, to my tip about limiting ac- people's access to you because what I am coming to learn is that I'm not I'm not at a place where I'm still not like prepared to like not call bullshit on some of those people. Some people truly don't, but there's people there's a lot it's a sliding scale, but there are people who really just are full of shit and limiting access to me with that way to those people is something that would need to be done, but I'm not at a place yet where I'm willing to I'm just, I, I don't know. I don't. I, I know I'm not necessarily framing it, uh, articulating it in the best, and I do apologize, y'all. But I, I just don't. So then you limit those people. But what I'm trying to say is that. But it's still gonna be like I think you're. I think you're full of shit about not caring about everything. But then I'm gonna like remove you from my life. All right, but why? Why do you feel like you have to let them know that you've calling bullshit or like why that? Why? Why is them being bullshit even a, a factor? Like why? Why does it get to live in your head? Rent free. Why do you care so much about how someone is or, or what they are? That's what I'm trying to figure out in therapy. And when I figure it out, I will let you know. But, you know, I'm not going to apologize for who I am. That much I will say. You shouldn't have to. Don't change who you are. Yeah, but easier I'm said than about, done. Yeah, I get you. Easier said than done. I'm saying for you me. live on the other side of this fence, so okay. But I'm saying like you don't, you don't. I I get it. I'm just saying that for me. That's fair. I guess yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna stress it. I'm gonna try not to stress it, and I'm I'm working on it, and I am making efforts to to do that, but. It's just sometimes, some days it's easy to, it's an easy pill to swallow and some days it's not. Like, it's just, and it's frustrating, but, and more than, more than anything else, I want my child, children to be the type of people that the world deserves or that. I don't know, like that the yeah, that the world needs, right? So and so I um yeah, that's I think that that if anything, that's my agenda. Raise decent people. Cause there's a lot of not fucking decent people out here. Tough, discerning, not a pushover, not a complete, you know, not any of those things, but also decent human beings and i agree with you i think that everyone should strive to make decent human beings as as i was saying on my tip like treat women better right we all have women in our lives we all love women all all that all that stuff but then there's so many times that we see our women being disrespected or whatever and we don't say nothing we don't do nothing like or and why is that because I, I mean, I think of a multitude of things. Like if I, like I've said before, if I see domestic violence, I'm not personally getting in because I've seen it where it turned violent for the person it wasn't for. I don't mind calling the police, sure, but am I gonna jump in and I don't know what's happening? But you've done something, even if you if you say I, you call the police. I, I'm, but what I'm trying to say is that some some, some people will say. You, you should jump in. You got to stop it. And you hear stories about people stopping it and they get their brains blown out. So, again, everything is a situational thing. But I'm just saying that it starts by saying it. It starts about talking about it. It starts about trying to model that behavior. And that's why it was a tip. Okay. I mean... All we can do is try. 
That's all we can do. Yeah. Well, folks. You take it one day at a time. Okay. Thank you for listening to another episode of Lover's Quarrel. Please make sure that you like, share, subscribe, follow, tag, do all the social media things. Um, folks, have a really great holiday. Um, we know that this is our, a very unique holiday season that we're embarking on this year. Um, please do your very best to stay safe, stay home. Um, you know, be around the loved ones you can be around as safely as possible. Um, and, you know, just take care of yourselves. Like, things are getting hectic out here when it comes to COVID. And we talk about it pretty much every week. But it just continue to be vigilant. And, you know, we know that the fatigue is real. But just remain vigilant. And, you know, Zoom is lifting their 40-minute time limit. So you can uh, talk to your family and Zoom with your family as much as you want um, on this Thanksgiving weekend. And just love on your family and love on your 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 friends, if you can, check in with folks who might be by themselves and having a hard time. Um, you know, just do right. So, again, if you want to follow us, you can email, sorry, follow, email, Lord have mercy. You can follow us on Twitter at LoversQuarrel7, again, on Instagram at Show, and you can email us your questions, concerns, thoughts, Headaches, heartaches at loverscrawlshow at gmail.com. With that being said, I am your uh, girl, Danny. <laughs> and I'm your guy, TJ. And you know that we fuss. We fight. But, but we, we love. love. Bye. bye. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.